It's coffee break. We're back. Another week. Yup. Okay. A few things happened over the week with awards. Uh, one was the Dice Awards, which I forgot to look up what it means. It, they were so, like... They're for video games. And Spider-Man wins. And Spider-Man wins. And Spider-Man wins. <laughs> so, yeah, finally Spider-Man 2 kind of won all its awards that it wanted. Well, is it Was it, like, judge-based or vote-based? Because if it was vote-based, I bet all the salty Spider-Man fans was like, Vote now! Now's our chance! Our moment of redemption! <laughs> you know, it probably was voter-based. Because uh, <clears throat> it's interesting, all these other awards have been given out from different award... Places? Academies? How, how do you get into the position where you give out awards? Like, could just I get kinda... just be like, and it, I have an award? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> just kind of create a group of people that help you decide. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, this is when Spider-Man finally won all of these things. And mm-hmm. I noticed Resident Evil wasn't in the running. Uh, it went up Zelda one time. Yeah, but uh, Baldur's Gate 3 only won once. I won a few for, you know, the usual stuff. Yeah, like best RPG, because yeah. Spider-Man couldn't win that one. <laughs> The dog. <laughs> so yeah, Spider-Man 2 finally won, so I guess everyone's happy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the internet finally stopped arguing. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, there was a Nintendo Direct today. Yeah! Now, this was a Nintendo Partner, partner? Yeah. Direct. So this is third-party games coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Nothing really interesting happened. It's all just, like remakes and remasters and ports yep like a bunch of old games like the one i keep seeing people talking about is epic mickey and i just don't care about epic mickey like the gameplay looks really bad what, what console was epic mickey on um wouldn't that have been a wii game it was it was a wii game i remember it was one of the ones when allison got her wii it was one of the games that her parents got with it mm. Um, and she hated it. <laughs> yeah. It, I just hated his design. Yeah. Uh, now, Epi- Mickey, but try hard. It's yeah. not my flavor. <laughs> uh, what was the other one? Grounded, which was originally an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, it started looks, with that one, yeah. Looks even worse on the Switch. Yeah. And then... I, Shin Megami Tensei. Looks Which bad. Also looks worse on the Switch. I remember because I remember being blown away by how beautiful it looked when we first saw the trailers for it mm-hmm. on the PlayStation Five. Yeah. And then I seeing it here, I even though I haven't seen like side by side comparison shots, I can tell it's not nearly as pretty looking. Yeah. Uh, what was that last one? The. Yeah. Into deep. Endless ocean. Endless ocean, yeah, where you <laughs> which, just swim. Which hasn't had a game since the Wii, I think. The, the thing people know Endless Ocean for was the Game Grumps played it. And they had a, a very popular two-episode Let's Play of them petting the fish and being flabbergasted that that's the only thing you do in that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they announced uh, Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, Star Wars Battlefront Collection. Yep. With a new map and slightly better graphics, which is kind of cool. But it's also available on PlayStation 5 and Xbox One. Yeah. So it, Literally nothing they announced. I think maybe the one thing, the, like, 
a side scroller where you're a girl with white hair in like a Metroidvania type of what was that driller? Something like Digger that. Digger or something like that. One of them. <laughs> yeah, this this direct. If you missed it, you missed nothing. Yeah. If you saw it, you wasted your time. It's but... clearly just to like whet your appetite for the real direct, which will be next Tuesday. Pokemon, Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> which there's strong rumors that it will be focused more on the Johto. Yeah, there was Johto music playing yep. in the teaser. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to announce the Let's Go Johto versions. Mm-hmm. So that will happen next week. Now, Nintendo's Switch. The Switch 2. Yeah. What, what, what's the rumors? So it was supposed to be slated for this holiday. But there's a, a push back on it. So March 2025 is when we'll get it. Okay. That's when they're really saying it. They're also telling uh, developers that this is when they want to release it and not actually this year. All right. Which is interesting because this holiday season we will get the PS5 Pro. Do you think they'll announce a Switch 2 during a Pokemon Direct? No. Because I can't imagine them making these Pokemon games on the console to like be the dying sec. I guess you could play Switch games on the Switch too. You would be able to. So. I don't but know. Uh, the thing is... You have Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. Yeah. And there's another big... Oh, uh, Luigi Mansion 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are the two big games coming out for the Switch this year that we know of for now. Mm-hmm. What? You mean all those great ones they announced today in the first half of 2024? You're not waiting eagerly for Unicorn Overlord? <laughs> Which is $40. Yeah. I'm not... I wanted to play it, but screw you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about the Switch, too. I'm just bummed that I have to wait till 2025, just like everything else. Honestly, I would have expected it at 2026, honestly. With how long it takes for Nintendo to get their asses moving. <laughs> yeah. And once they move, they do some great things. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even anywhere close to beating it, but I've been doing a lot of the shrines and side stuff. I like the game. Um, it's somewhere it's better than Breath of the Wild. Somewhere it's like it's the same damn flavor. Mm. I was thinking about it and I was like, since they're not going to do another Tears of the Kingdom, I think what they should do is just redo, like a complete from the ground up remaster of Ocarina of Time. Yeah, you, uh, yes. Yes. With the graphics of Tears of the Kingdom and all the engines and how that works, just do it with... Ocarina of Time. And it sounds crazy, but they've done that before. They did um, uh, Link Between Worlds. They did Link's Awakening. Yep. Like, it's not unheard of. They've been remaking Pokemon games since forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and would be totally down for it. Everyone, everyone still says Ocarina of Time is the greatest video game ever made. Just remake it. Yeah, just make it bigger, prettier, jazz up some of the animations and whatever. Yeah, throw in more lore. People are going to have so much fun. Yeah. I, that's where I think they should go with that because they're going to have to do another Zelda for the Switch too. Mm-hmm. I'd be more than more than happy with that. <laughs> yeah. They also said that they're done working on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, but what about the next one? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. They might just port it over. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> make something new. Uh, 
A leaker for Xbox revealed that they are working on a remake of Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. From the ground up. Which is weird. It's still in the early stages, so there's nothing to really show off or talk about. I imagine it would also be cross-platformed with Nintendo. Because that makes sense. They're putting a bunch of rareware stuff on the uh, online shop. Yeah, because they can't make money off of it. Who's going to play, what was that? Destroy a rocket? Battletoads and whatever. Battletoads, which is like notoriously one of the hardest games ever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, When they announced that they were putting uh, Killer Instinct on online services, Mm -hmm. who wants to go back and play Killer Instinct 1 on the 64? Yeah. Yeah. Also, they take forever to make those games. Nintendo is so, like, like, here's our thing. It has all the old classic games you love on it. Oh, boy. What kind of games? Like, like things I actually want to play? No, dummy. (laughs) Things like (laughs) Pro-Am. We got uh, Tetris 99. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, While Nintendo did their direct, Bandai Namco also did... um, a reveal of the new DLC or expansion for Elden Ring. It's been when did Elden Ring come out? Elden Ring came out two, three years ago. Maybe two years ago. Yeah, well, took I them still while. haven't beaten it. Uh, not I, I hate many those games. people have. <laughs> a lot of people beat this one compared to the others. Mm. I know some of them are like near impossible to to fight. Yeah. The one lady with the sword. I don't remember her name. With the red hair and the helmet over her yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a Mithra or something. Maybe yeah, she's Minerva. supposed to be just a incredibly difficult boss. She like has like seven different one-hit KO moves, including the first one that she like comes out of the game with. That's super fast. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the Aird Tree, Shadow of the Aird Tree. Aird. I guess. <laughs> it, the trailer looked like more of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Except for there was some weird thing where we saw that underneath this cloak was a human. Okay. But his head was a lion. Cool. But his head was also bigger than his body. Neat. There was, yeah, there was like something that like had a sword through its head and it was trying to pull the sword out, but it looked like it was going to pull its head off his body. See, here's the, I, I love the <laughs> things in this game. I like the monsters. I like the world. Mm-hmm. I like the lore. I don't want to play it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get my, my soul destroyed over and over again. <laughs> It'd be fun if they made just an animated show like uh, Castlevania. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. awesome. I would. I would be more into it that way. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So I didn't report this back when it happened, but several weeks ago, Disney invested in Epic Games. Epic Games creates or uh, constantly is working on Fortnite. Yep. They spent $1.5 billion into investing them. And this is the Disney's idea. This is how they're going to get all their Disney franchises into video games. Wow. So that they can start making money again. Yeah, I, they're putting, like, Mickey's Clubhouse in there. Yep. Like, Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, Donald, and Goofy. Pluto, mm-hmm. also, perhaps. <laughs> um, which I'm like, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me. Because they probably have a lot of characters in there already. So, might as well. <laughs> Did they do an event for, like, the X Games? 
Is that even a thing anymore? I have no idea. So I was like, you could bring in Max. Oh, you could. <laughs> oh. And I, I saw Lady Gaga will be doing a concert thing for it in the game. Fortnite's weird. I, I don't play it. It's not my thing. I get it. Like, I understand why people play it, but I uh, <laughs> It also has right now a Lego crossover. Nice. Yeah, Which they're makes a lot of sense. It, do it doesn't surprise me that Nintendo did this because everyone does something. What did I say? Nintendo. Sorry, we were just talking about it. <laughs> no, Disney tried very hard many years ago to work with Nintendo. And they just made shit games. Like that Mickey Mouse one. Kingdom Hearts. That's, <laughs> yeah, that one's for Sony though. The thing is... Well, oh, I yeah. guess it is now on the Nintendo. Yeah. The thing is, with Nintendo and Disney, they're too <clears throat> precious with their characters. And they don't want anything that's going to ruin the image of what they have. Yeah, which they're... is weird, because if anyone would be right up their alley, it would be each other. <laughs> yes. the Both corporations are family-friendly, and they do everything they can to drive that idea and image out there. Mm-hmm. But the moment you step on their toes, they're a ravenous beast that will just bury you in lawsuits. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. The lawsuits. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how Nintendo has really hurt some people who mm -hmm. are just fans putting up content. And Disney. Yep. Both. <laughs> I mean, look at what's going on with Disney in Florida. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that pretty much became a battleground. And that had nothing to do with Disney. I know. It had to do with politics. But that's how big Disney is. I'm it's sorry, got its... Florida. I'm, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the BAFAT BAFAT Awards, the British Film and Television Awards, happened this week. BAFTA. Oh. Uh, BAFAT. No, the British Film and Television Awards. Oh, I mixed that up. BAFTA. <laughs> Anyways, the big winner there, believe it or not, Oppenheimer. Nice. Because, well, let's be honest. What? Christopher Nolan is British. The Brits liked the story of, of Oppenheimer? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, a bunch of British people just told an American story. <laughs> Good job. What a surprise. <laughs> uh, Barbie did not win anything. Nope. Anatomy of the Fall. What a French story. Zone, Zone of Interest, which is a UK-US drama, mm -hmm. and Poor Things. Those were the big winners, but mostly it was just Oppenheimer, yeah. just dominating. Crazy. Not surprising, but no. crazy. No, it made sense. and I mean, the last big one is the Oscars, which is in yeah. March. I'm so not Sorry. Apologies. I'm so not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, I I get it. Doing research for some of this stuff, I was on Deadline, which is a website that tells you a lot of insider Hollywood news. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, there was an article about how six agents left their agency to form their new one. Okay. That doesn't affect us, but no. that's more of an industry insider kind of thing, and that's what Deadline really is. I was getting advertisements on it for um, for your consideration, basically your vote. Mm -hmm. Vote for poor things or for Barbie. Yep, yep. So that's the thing. It's going to be a lot of, here's the same 
six or seven films. It'll be Oppenheimer, Barbie, Poor Things, Anatomy of a Fall, um, Maestro. Maestro, Zone of Interest, Zone American of Fiction. Yep, yep. And then, and then they'll be like, oh, and here's the one part where we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about the winner is going to be The Boy and His Heron, but we'll also mention Spider-Verse and one or two others. I don't care about <laughs> Spider-Verse anymore. No. I'm done with that. I'm so bored of spiders. Yawn. <laughs> well, from the title of this episode, I'm sure you know we're going to get into some spider stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In fact, starting right now, Amazon and MGM Plus Studios. Amazon bought MGM. MGM is a very old studio. They have the lion roaring. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, the biggest franchise they own or owned is James Bond. I used to love MGM. Every time I saw that lion roar, I knew I was in for a fun movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's mostly an older studio. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Amazon bought them out, and they now have MGM Plus, which is an app yeah. that's compatible with Amazon Prime. Yeah. But you have to pay extra for it. They were working on something with Sony called Silk Spider Society. It was going to be a live-action series that um, is about the titular character, Silk. She's a female spider girl. Okay. Slightly different powers. They're all slightly off, right? Yeah, yeah. They all have the one little extra gimmick to them. <laughs> but uh, obviously Spider Society, you mm-hmm. can see where this was going. Yep. They they weren't able... So they only had a writer's room, right? Yep. They have the producers and showrunner, but the writer's room was working on it, then the strikes happened. After the strikes were done, they were told, all the writers were told, you're done. Go find work somewhere else. So, whatever happened, Silk is not being worked on right now. Mm. Even though the showrunners and producers haven't left. The problem is, because they told the writers to fuck off right after the strike, it might have violated the Writers Guild of America. Oops. (laughs) Which would be a bigger problem for them. Whoopsies. Yeah. And now that this is just... I mean, you can find news about this on almost any outlet. What a catastrophe. Yeah. What, what, oh, God. It's, <laughs> oh, man. You guys should have, why? Why'd you do that? <laughs> so, yeah, they got basically, these writers fought to get better rights into the strike. And when they got their rights and left the strike, they didn't have jobs. Yeah. And Which is just a brilliant idea. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to get a union to come out after you. Good job, corporation. You're wondering why you're, you got bought out <laughs> yeah. uh sam mendes the director of skyfall um he did other james bonds he is currently working on a four film biopic oh of the beatles it's isn't the it beatles i heard about this because each film was going to be in a different style to represent the like style of the different beetle yes so each film focuses on a different member of the beetles there's four members Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure there was five i saw no it was always just the four one of them left and then got replaced with a different guy yeah i thought it was drummer i don't know i i don't the only name i know is john lennon i know ringo everyone knows ringo (laughs) i i don't I don't like the Beatles. I don't like the Beatles either. But I can't believe you're getting four more movies about them in all different styles for different characters. Are you ready for this one? What? 2027. That's okay. They got a lot of work. They got four films to make and presumably drop one right after the next. 
Or all at once, maybe. Because they'll interconnect with each other. Jesus, and each one's going to be like an hour and a half. That's They have a, a really, hours. really rare opportunity to do something really cool. One of them, uh, like anime. Like hardcore anime. Like Cowboy Bebop style anime. They're Another one. That. Muppets. Another one. <laughs> like like Simpson style animation. The fourth one. Claymate. Like do something really crazy different with all four of them. <laughs> I guess, yeah. That would be fun. I, I wonder what would happen when they get to the psychedelics. See, that's the fun part. <laughs> when they hit the psychedelics, that's when things become normal. <laughs> Why do we keep talking about the Beatles? There's been so much crap about they, them. They're all dead, right? All five of them? One of them's still alive. Which one? Who's still alive? <laughs> Not Ringo. The other guitarist. When did they... When were they big? The 40s? What? 60s? 70s. 70s. Yeah, 60s and 70s. Oh, man. I always... I like listening to compilations of what was the biggest hit song of the year. Um, like, in order. And it always starts with like the fifties somewhere, mm-hmm. and I always know we're getting we're getting close to the good stuff when the Beatles shows up because I'm like ah oh, a song I recognize soon we'll be hitting the actually good music. Yep. <laughs> and then you'll get into what's the other British band? Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin. Yep, 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 yep. And then once Zeppelin shows up, you got the Age of Rock. It's when you you're, you know you've been sitting there too long when you hit the like Miley Cyrus Ariana Grande. Oh. And you're like, oh, where am I? <laughs> I've been in this compilation too long. <laughs> yep. So during E3, yes, which is dead, E3 of 2021. Wow. We were shown the behind the scenes that they were filming a live action Borderlands. Yep, I remember. And now we finally got a trailer, which I didn't know existed. I, I didn't I, bother to watch. I didn't. I saw a thing. It was like, Jack Black's voice revealed as Claptrap. And I'm like, is it his normal fucking voice? Is it? Probably. Oh. <laughs> it's just, like, he doesn't have a lot of range with his roles so far. <laughs> Dude, him as Bowser is not that great. And He's... the Peaches song is trash. Yes. I swear the Beatles made that song. <laughs> <laughs> he as Bowser is fine compared to everyone else in the movie. Which I didn't like most everyone in the movie. Yeah. Especially Peach. And I like Anya Taylor-Joyce so much. Not good for Peach. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it was revealed that Borderlands will be slated to be released August 9th this year. Watching it pushed. Which we were just talking about it too. I know. And then we manifested it. I'm sorry. I keep yawning. I can't help it. (laughs) Yeah, it's the curse of coffee break. (sighs) Well, I was sleepy earlier. (laughs) I should have drank more water. Um... Bad news for you. (laughs) So, Borderlands. What happened here from what I was reading is Eli Roth, also known for directing, or known for directing Hostel. What is Hostel? Hostel is an older, what do you call Saw? What's that lovely name they made up for Saw? Um. Torture porn? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Hostel (laughs) would fall in that too. Does he have anything else under his belt? Something like uh, a bit more popular? He just did Thanksgiving, the uh, slasher movie. Okay. He focuses on horror. Yeah. Uh, he's best buds with Zach Bagans. 
Baggins. Boo. <laughs> and he's got his own shows on uh, Discovery or uh, Max. Is that why it's been taking so long? <clears throat> he's busy running around no, so pretending. He, <laughs> he filmed it all. And then when it came to editing it, he just dipped. Which is kind of weird, but sometimes that happens. That can happen. Uh-huh. And then they're like, whoa, this still needs to be fixed. And he's like, I'm busy. And then they're like, okay. So they just went out and got another director and then regrouped the cast and then did reshoots. Jesus. Never a good sign. It's never a good sign. Because <laughs> now you got two different hands touching it. Who, and who, did, who did it the second time? Who's the other director? I don't remember their name. But it's interesting because in the press release of this, they're the one talking for the film. Mm-hmm. But all the articles write that it's an Eli Roth film. Wow. Scandalous. I know. Backhanded. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's also against um, one of the unions. Mm-hmm. Probably the Directors Guild. Probably. Which, we'll see. We'll find out. Looking at the poster, it looks like, especially with the time it came out, it looks like it was meant to be their version of the Suicide Squad. James Gunn's Suicide Squad? So, so actually, it's funny that you say that. A lot of comparisons have been made to actually Marvel's Suicide Squad. Oh. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's... Yeah, you're getting that like, vibe. Like that quirky, we're, we're villains. We don't like working with people, but we find each other. Yep. <laughs> Which it, I guess makes sense with the story of Borderlands. It's got a killer cast. It's got uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Who's the best. <laughs> uh, who's the other one? Um, Kevin Hart's in it. Kevin Hart, Jack Black. I, I am. Kate Blanchett. Not going to remember the others. Bobby Lee. Yeah, he's in it somewhere. Like, th- those are all big names. The problem is, I don't know the story of the first one. I only kind of know the story of the second one, because, like, I watched... The only one I do know is Tales from the Borderlands. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's going on here? And all of those characters are original, except for, like, Claptrap, uh, the cyborg ninja guy, and then, like, Handsome Jack. And I was like, who are these yeah, guys? Yeah, Handsome <laughs> Jack should be the villain of the whole thing. I thought he was only the villain of the second one. I thought he was the villain in all of them. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Be weary going to that. Yeah. I, I honestly, like I said, I want to be surprised if they push it back again. Mm-hmm. Now, there were rumors that Universal was going to make a seventh Jurassic Park film or a fifth, fourth Jurassic World film. This would be the seventh in the franchise. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't know. You just made that last one, and it was pretty bad. It really was. Uh, going back, watching it that second time, I mean, dude, I cannot save it. I, if I had to write a paper saying how good it was, I would bash my head against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so boring. How do you make dinosaurs boring? By adding insects. Uh, why? why? <laughs> and so... I thought this was just a rumor. Apparently, they really are moving forward with this thing. Jeez. They had a director, originally David Lech, who directed John Wick, Bullet mm-hmm. Train, well, no. which is a weird... You want action with dinosaurs? The t- to me, implies that it's not going to focus on the dinosaurs. Yeah, well, <laughs> he didn't get along with Universal, so he left. And so Universal was like, we need a new director. So they got Gareth Edwards. I don't know them. He directed uh, 
Godzilla 2014. Okay. And Rogue One. All right. And The Crater. Okay. That's the one that just came out, that sci-fi where they have like Bit no ears. Fantasy, like larger than life type deals. Yeah, he's a sci-fi monster guy. That makes much more sense. It does, if this works. Yes. I don't know. Universal, just like everyone else, seems to just not know what to do right now. And so, pump out another sequel. <laughs> Slap a name people recognize so we can do something. <laughs> well, I'm like, where are we going with this story? Yeah, I don't... Re- a new version? Like, something new? I'm, I'm afraid... I know where they're going to go with this. What do you think they're going to do? Remember those old, old concepts of Jurassic Park 4 that never came to be? Not really. So, after Jurassic Park 3 flopped mm-hmm. right it's not a good movie no as much as it it introduced me to spinosaurus who is my favorite dinosaur well one of my favorite dinosaurs the thing is just amazing but that lady yeah she's terrible oh. and the story itself with the humans just really reeks of dino piss <laughs> if is you've that, seen the movie quote, you know is that quote of jeff goldblum walking up to a giant pile of like dino tongue and it's like that's a lot of shit <laughs> yeah. and uh so they, they were like how do we rework this how do we keep this going the concept was to create a bow a bio organic weapon mm-hmm. bioengineered organic weapon but with dinosaur and human DNA. And what they created was this thing that kind of looks like um, Connors from Spider-Man, the oh, lizard. That was immediately what I pictured. Okay, <laughs> yes. And pretty much just think of that. And they wanted to make like an army of these things and people were going to fight them. That idea got taken down because they're like, this is so dumb. It, yes. And, and then some of those ideas were brought back in Jurassic World. Yeah. Like the cross-cloning, or cloning in general, the cross... That one, like, little girl. Yeah, she's whatever. a clone. Yep. <laughs> she's just connected to Indoraptor. God. And Dominus was multiple species put into one. It's crazy. Because you know what's really great about the first one? It's just dinosaurs. It's just dinosaurs. They need to survive. They're in the park. Uh, something happened. They need to get out. Dinosaurs. <laughs> we don't need this. Like the government is hacking in with their like micro nanobots, and and the, the clone army is is arriving. <laughs> yeah. uh, throughout the trilogy, there's a guy in there. I can't remember his name. He plays Kingpin for Daredevil. Oh yeah. Yes. He, he's in those movies. He is. <laughs> he works for one of the the evil corporations. He's always a villain. Yes. Well, he's a great villain. He played. In did you ever watch uh, Law and Order: Criminal Intent? No. Why would I waste my time with that? <laughs> that was the worst one. Um, he was. Oh my bad. <laughs> he was the main detective, and I hated it because he was he just it, like exudes such not personable energy. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm supposed to be rooting for this man to solve the mystery, I'm just like I don't like you. Yeah. You're just rude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, him as kingpin, you kind of get that. I don't want to be near you. I don't want to be in the same room with you. Mm-hmm. You make me uncomfortable. I'll always remember him as the bug. Yes. He, he, <laughs> From Men in Black. <laughs> believe it or not, he was the roach in Men in Black. He, played, he did so good. That was, I think, his breakout role? He, yeah, it was one of his earlier roles. He's very young. Because mm-hmm. I remember I went back to watch it. No, you and I went to watch it. I do like that movie. <laughs> it is a good one. 
Uh, but yeah, seeing him, mm-hmm. he still sounds the same, but he looks younger and slightly more fit. Yeah, I remember he got the role because he was the only one who could like twist his like face up to look like he's wearing his own skin, basically. That's nasty. <laughs> so this new Jurassic Park film is slated to be released next July of 2025, so... which, think about this, Borderlands was filmed in 2001, maybe 2020. Yeah, and it took them three-ish years. And I know there was problems there. Uh, Madam Web we'll get into. Mm-hmm. But that was filmed in uh, 2020 and wasn't released until 2020. 20- it took them that long? Dude, we'll get into it. Oof. Yeah, they're going to write, um, film, edit, and produce yes. a whole movie in a year. Well, here's another one. Here's a gr- better example: um, Captain America Four: Brave New World. Mm-hmm. It's already been filmed, and they already have done the reshoots. But mm-hmm. we're not going to see it till next year. There's a lot of CG in these movies. Yes, yeah. CG. You're gonna what? Make dinosaurs show up? No, you're gonna have to CGI that. <laughs> unless they unless they go with practical effects. It's, you but still even have then, to you build have to that. build it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just like, you're gonna film it in a summer. It's gonna get put. It's gonna be a 2027 movie. I'm willing to bet. Yeah. Early 2027. And with Gareth Edwards' kind of style, mm-hmm. right, with the sci-fi, he's gonna go CGI heavy, which makes a lot of sense. Yep. And he's gonna want to have a spectacular things going on. On the bright side, it might be appropriately grandiose. Oh, you cut me off. I was talking about the guy who plays Kingpin. Oh, yeah. My apologies. <laughs> and in the Jurassic World trilogy, he's trying to get the embryos. Mm-hmm. And he's observing what Owen's doing with Blue. Yeah. Because he wants to build, and he says it, his own army of dinosaurs. So these ideas were never really thrown away. Yeah. They lingered somewhere in there. And I think for the seventh film, it would make sense to finally do Franken-Dino. Frankensaur? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they, I think they've bit off more than they can chew, thinking that they could drop this next summer. Mm-hmm. It's either going to be pushback. Horrible. Or not very well done. <laughs> yeah. And then the reason to hate everyone who is a fan of the Spider-Verse. It was recently revealed that the production designer of Spider-Verse and the director of My Dad, the Bounty Hunter... Which is an animated show on Netflix. Oh, yes. I know which one that is. Uh, together, they went to Warner Brothers with a pitch to do a Batman Beyond film. Yep. And before they even did the pitch, Warner Brothers told them, there's no way we can do a Batman Beyond film right now. <clears throat> they still I don't did know, the pitch. Warner Brothers. What are you doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> they still did the pitch. Everyone liked it. Everyone had fun. But it went nowhere. So they revealed the concept art to us. I bet they're seeing what's happening with uh, Coyote versus Acme. Oh my god. They're A travesty. They're seeing that the outcry of people being like, yes, we want this movie can help like bring a movie back to life. And I bet this is going to be a new thing where yeah. rather than pitch to a company first, they'll pitch basically on Twitter or YouTube or something and see what the actual buzz is from fans and general audiences I, to are be you, like, now will you be interested in doing this We movie? were interested in it to begin with. Yeah, that's nothing. Why would you not do this? Why would you not make the, a Batman Beyond movie? The <laughs> moment I heard animated Batman Beyond film, mm-hmm. I was sold. I looked at the pictures. I was like, yes. 
It looks beautiful. How come all the love goes to Spider-Man? It's... And... There's enough to share. And it's like... Because you know who watched Batman Beyond? Me. Us. Our generation. And you know what we are? The people with money. (laughs) We're the new adults now. So... (laughs) No, little Timmy, who's five, doesn't know who Batman Beyond is. Yeah, but but, but if it, I showed him, he would be happy. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, that's a way cooler Bruce. I'd be like, it's not Bruce, it's his cologne, but like, don't worry about it. Get, get it right, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and, God, that just breaks my heart. Yeah, maybe something will come of it. Yeah. Uh, I already know one of the issues is, if they do it... People are going to be like, so you can make this Batman movie, but you couldn't do Batgirl? I know. <laughs> kind of shot yourself why are they, in the foot. Why, are, why do they hate their bad people? So many spider people, but no bad people. Oh. Warner Brothers. No, we can get Batman actors to come back and oh. do shameless roles that way. Mm-hmm. We'll also just CGI your face without oh. your permission. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. They're, they've been dead for years. Right? I mean, we're not going to ask your family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lawsuit, what? <laughs> Aquaman 2 will hit uh, max on February 27th. Oh, that was fast. No time at all. This is the final and last of the DCEU. I'll watch it. The fight scenes look fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Sad days. Okay, box office trolls. Box office trolls. I'm excited. Okay, there's... Only one real thing to talk about here. Mm-hmm. The box office was purely dominated by Bob Marley, One Love. Oh, really? Yes. It brought in $46 million. People love him. The other movie <laughs> that was really up against, with any merit, was Madame Web, mm-hmm. which only made $23 million. It made something back. It made something, but... Madam Web flopped so hard. Let's talk about Madam Web. <laughs> so what went wrong with Madam Web? There's a lot in here that some of it's kind of sexist. I'm so excited to hear. <laughs> when what day was Madam Web released? It was Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Very special and unique reason why. Why? Because the film stars four women. Mm-hmm. Who come together to beat up a bad guy? Uh huh. Girl power. Sure. Valentine's Day. The, a girl superhero movie. Was there idea that women would be wanting to see this? Would be begging their boyfriends to see, it. and it's like, oh, I guess I'll see the the female superhero movie. And the boyfriends would be like, we can go watch a superhero movie about girls. Yeah. Wow, just horrible stereotypes all the way around, no matter yes. which direction you look yes. at it. <laughs> yes. So, um, the numbers are so bad that Morbius is still more successful than it. Yep. <laughs> and it, they and they tricked they, they tricked them to re-put Morbius back in theaters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score in, for a superhero film in over a decade. Yeah. Which, at the time that I was reading that article, the article said it was at 13%. I double-checked. It went down to 12 I was. I even said that, that it looked like a trailer for a superhero movie from, like, 2000. Like, well, like that, the no, Daredevil era. That, that was the point. Mm-hmm. So it takes place in 2003. 
and the director wanted it to feel like that. In fact, even the music choices and clothing choices um, are down to that era. I'm fine with those. Yeah, which I was like, that's an artistic choice. Yeah, like they have but like Steven Universe has a bunch of 2000s they stuff in it. Intentionally wanted this to look like an old school superhero film. See, that's the part where it doesn't <clears throat> add up <laughs> because those films were ugly and bad. <laughs> uh, the main character, Madame Webb, mm-hmm. is played by Dakota Johnson. She has not seen the film herself, and she's doing the press syndicate for it, or junket. Just bashing everything about it. She's saying horrible things about it. Um, She said she won't see it because it's for self-help, which sounds like a cop-out. That sounds like she's trying to be like, I'm just, it was too much on me. Because she knows it was going to be bad, so she wants to paint herself as a poor little victim. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In an interview, she was asked to name the three Tom Holland Spider-Man films. Which she couldn't do. What? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one big hint. They all have home in their name. <laughs> Does she even know who Tom Holland is? I don't Does know. she even know what a Spider-Man is? <laughs> I also heard uh, a rumor that she, like the other girls, the other actresses have texted her and she doesn't text back. That's so rude. That's uh, so scummy. <laughs> she's currently in Mexico right now, just enjoying vacation. Sure. Why not? Yeah. What else are you doing after your big breakout role, Fifty Shades of Grey? Yep. She said the, <laughs> the script was different when she filmed it, and then they had to do all these reshoots, and they tweak things, so now it's different, and she doesn't know how she feels about it. She said it was difficult acting in front of a blue screen the entire time. I do agree. I was talking about this to you uh, uh, the other day, that I, I'm, I'm sick of the green screens and blue screens. Not only does it just look ugly, but... You just don't get a sense that the actors know what to do with themselves. Yes. Because I was talking about, because we watched um, X-Men over the weekend, Mm -hmm. and um, like when they're in Cerebro, I know Cerebro is mostly blue screen, but the like little walkway that they go to, to get to his little helmet doodad, that's all practical. And you really get a sense that they like have a sense of space there. Yeah. It's not just nebulously all... So pretend there's a path. Okay. Pretend there's a thing you can put your hand on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just a common problem with Hollywood in general. Mm-hmm. When in doubt, CGI out. Which is such a shame because that new thing got invented. The They had it on Mandalorian first. That like It's like a green screen, but it projects like a whole image. There's only one of those. Yeah. And... and- Star and Wars is hogging it. <laughs> they're building a second one. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I only know of those two existing. That one makes way more sense to me. Because, yeah. like, especially from, like, an actor's perspective, that one feels more like they could immerse themselves in the idea of, like, being on a stage. Yes. Rather than, you're in space. <laughs> well, a lot of actors who've used that technology have said it's way more convenient to have that projecting where your location is because you now feel like there is a sense of where you're actually you're grounded as an actor Mm -hmm. and it's kind of an interesting technology it's supposed to change the way you perceive it yeah 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 and then you can also go back and like add more cg on top of it if you need to yeah but that's the way they should do it the green screen blue screen thing is of the past i say Uh, so you were talking about Dates going on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, males typically make up 65 to 75% of all superhero film sales in the United States. 
or North America. Now, where do I get that statistic? Uh, I don't know where they got that one, but I was like, that doesn't sound wrong to me. I think it does, because from what I know, a lot of women are fans. They don't talk about it, though, because then they get, like, harassed and badgered. Oh, yeah? Name five Marvel movies. I, like, like you said, it's a Dakota fan. Well, Can you name the Spider-Man movies? Homecoming, <laughs> Far From Home, No Way Home, Doctor Strange 2, and the Multiverse of Madness, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, like imagine, and imagine <laughs> doing that every single time you try to bring it up your interest. <laughs> I'll just do that. Every time I meet a person, I'll just name up five movies that I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's another thing. The budget for Madam Web, only $80 million dollars. With an average Hollywood studio film. Wait, what was the ending of that statistic? With it's just you're just saying more men. More men typically watch. And men can't watch a movie with a girl. It, 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 they have a vagina. I can't understand the story. I don't have a vagina. It is physically impossible for me as a man to understand or like relate to anything in the story. I I don't know much about that. <laughs> Um, I think that is a perspective a lot of people have, and they don't come like take into consideration. Well, I told you that, that there is going to be some sexist shit going on here. Yeah, like women have to watch. There's been a billions of stories with, like, look at Avengers, with the, that man and that man and that man and that man and that man, and then there's that one lady who is really sexy, and she does all the sex stuff because she's a lady. And I don't, I can't give the excuse of, I just can't relate because I don't have a penesse. <laughs> okay. It's not a girl. I just can't relate. <laughs> so the film cost only $80 million. Only. <laughs> a typical Hollywood studio film averages around $100 million. I wonder if they saved money on the green screen. <laughs> Probably. Because they didn't but go there's, anywhere. <laughs> there's going to be an issue with production. Marvel and DC typically spend around 200 to 300 million dollars on their films. I'm talking Marvel Studios proper. And even then, their CG is not always good. No. <laughs> but like that 300 million, we're talking, you know, Guardians, Avengers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of makeup, costumes, background characters, some set building. A lot of CG. Yep. It all adds up. <laughs> Just getting all those big names on one screen. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I can't imagine it was cheap to film two Avenger films back to back. No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, the filming itself was a disaster. It took multiple reshoots. Principal photography, which is the initial filming of it, mm -hmm. began June of 2022. And it wrapped in July 2022. But it was actually less than a month where they filmed the entire movie. Jesus. Now, the actors can go home or they'd be called back for certain things. Because the filming kept going where they're going to different locations. Mexico, Boston, New York. Oh, so they did go around. They did go around. Not always with the crew, but with the camera crew. Okay. And I, I guess they're filming what the blue screen would be. But that filming took till January of 2023. God. So from July, it took them six months to film all those exterior shots, that, which doesn't make sense to me. That makes sense. Unless they were trying to film like weird little snippets of other things. But it sounds like to me they were running around gallivanting with someone else's budget. <laughs> yeah. Going on vacation. <laughs> and then after that, they started calling back actors and doing the tweaks to try and 
make whatever the hell they made. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, with all this negative news, it being a flop, female superhero movies aren't looking good, according to the eyes of Hollywood, <laughs> right? There are some actual positives to this. Yeah, like what? The movie's actually so bad, people are enjoying making fun of it. And there is a hope that this might actually become a cult classic. Because people will love to hate it? Yeah, because apparently people are like, like I was reading reviews where they're like, this movie's so bad, it's hilarious. I'm not gonna lie, I do want to watch it. It's not like Morbius, which I knew was bad, and then we watched it, and it was bad. This is something like I want to watch it because I know that it's gonna be bad. That ruined my Saturday. And I, watching Morpheus. God, you remember when I turned on the TV and you're like, I didn't want to tell you, and I was like, Why wouldn't you want to tell me at this? Two hours later, I was pissed. It's just, it was just boring, bad. This <sighs> is <laughs> dumb. Yeah, there's a lot of memes and gifs about mm-hmm. Madam Web out there. It looks ugly from what I've seen. Now, because of that, this <clears throat> her. Dakota. Yeah. Maybe she just shouldn't be doing films. Because <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey also was not amazing. <laughs> yes, she is the Fifty Shades of Grey girl. And that's another one people like to watch to talk about how bad it is. <laughs> um, Sony has dropped plans for a future franchise of Madam Web. They oh, yeah. had other plans. Yeah. I wonder if this ties into Silk. Maybe. But now everything is riding on Craven. Craven will come out this summer with November 3rd of this year being Venom 3. The last we heard of Craven was like a year ago with no. a little teaser. We were seeing trailers for Craven even during the strikes. Were we? I was. I feel like I haven't seen anything. I'm not super looking forward to it. It was weird to see more trailers for Craven when Madam Web was just around the corner. Yeah, they're like doing, yeah, yeah. I think they really underestimated how much it takes to do what marvel does yeah well it's called the ssu uh sony spider-man universe and depending on how craven performs in the box office they'll either scrap plans and rebuild or they're gonna keep going with madam web just tossed to the side if they do if they if they do end up having to bring back madam web i guarantee she's gonna be recast I don't think there was any way Dakota Fanning Johnson was her name? Dakota Johnson. I don't think there was any way she's coming back. <laughs> um, Madam Web was the first time and the only time I've really known anything about Madam Web was the animated Spider-Man series from the 90s. Oh, yeah? With Sam Regal. Mm-hmm. And at some point, Peter kind of ends up in this universe of entangled web. And she's there because she's in charge of it. And she's a very old hag kind of look. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I don't remember her really having a lower half other than being like half spider. Cool. Yes. And she Hell could see yeah. into the future, which she does in the movie. But she was basically able to kind of change and manipulate how Peter's life lives. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they went with some young girl sex appeal maybe maybe they were really hoping this would Stop. be a long lasting franchise yeah <laughs> and she would be really into coming back for more and more films <laughs> oh man that would be weird now with the failure of madam web and i hope you guys understand more why that worked mm-hmm. we went to go see an all-girl power superhero film yes that i initially trashed we both did 
I did not want to see the Marvels. It had poor reviews. There are problems with it. Sure. But, oh my god. That was a great movie. I had way more fun than I thought I would. It was so much fun. It reminded me of like classic Marvel. Yeah. You know? Kind of like, wacky. Just fun, antics. It's serious when it needs to be, but it's not overly dramatic. The weakest of the three girls was Rambo, sadly. How dare you? I didn't want that. Well, she was like, she kind of adopts like the stern mother of the group. Yep. Which you would think would be Captain Marvel. No, she runs away from her problems. Yeah, her biggest problem is that uh, she doesn't know how to interact with others. Yep. And so it was a fun dynamic. It was a fun dynamic of like the stern mom of the group, the one who doesn't know what to do with herself, and then the one who's like obsessed with both of them. She's a teenage girl. Yeah. And it and was great. It was so fun. <laughs> Kamala was really fun. I'm glad they put her family in there. Because mm-hmm. the interactions with her wanting to achieve her dreams and her family, just not understanding it, <laughs> was fun. And then them having to go to space with Nick Fury. That was fun. It was funny. It was a funny movie. <laughs> uh, the whole opening. It starts kind of slow. And at first I was like, oh man, this is going to be so bad. Because it starts with one, and then we cut to the other. And it really feels like just a tonal whiplash going from... Kamala Khan being goofy and fun, and then you go to Captain Marvel, the darkness of space, I'm a warrior. And it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then once, like, it started, it was fun and hilarious. <laughs> when they went to the prince's world, mm-hmm. the prince's world. Where they had to sing. Yes, they sung everything. Mm-hmm. I was loving that, the, the kind of Bollywood-esque style going on in there. I liked all three of their... It was fun just seeing three completely different characters interacting in weird scenarios. Because in the scenario, Kamala's dancing along with them. <laughs> and uh, Rambo isn't dancing. And um, Carol isn't dancing. But she's singing. And Kamala's like... Why aren't you guys dancing? And Carol goes, I am dancing. <laughs> you see, like, her arm moving, maybe. <laughs> uh, the worst part of the whole film, besides its very short run length, yeah. I mean, that thing is gone. It could have been way longer. It could have, especially if it was more of that content. Mm-hmm. And maybe explain Kamala's bracelets, which were still unexplained. And yeah, it's I kind just, of bothering me because the Ten Rings thing and Shang-Chi is just Why did her grandma there. have it or whatever? Why she only had one? Why is the other one stuck in a... I don't know. The villain. The yeah. villain was dog. Ass. It was horrible. It honestly would have been... So in the end, what they need to do is like stop the sun from dying on another planet or whatever. Yeah. It could have really have just been the story of those three versus nature, basically. Just mm-hmm. figuring out a way to turn the sun back on. There did not need to be a big, dumb, schlocky villain. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, the focus and put the the krill and the scroll. Mm-hmm. Did I finally get that right? I have no idea. <laughs> Skrill and krill. Scrimblows all... and bimblows. Yep. <laughs> Blue guys versus green guys. <laughs> Little green men and big eyed aliens. <laughs> the that's such a big part of the comics. Yet for some reason, Marvel Studios just doesn't know how to handle this thing. They're just not doing that plot point well at all. It's too subtle. The only times it's been brought up has been in sequels. Yep. Which is not a great place to introduce core concepts. The powers are hard to follow. The politics are, like, too 
Well, it's basic. It's crazy. You get introduced to Ronin and Guardians, and then you don't learn anything more about that until Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. which is shoehorned in between Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. And then you get... Uh, 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 Far From Home. Far From Home. Has yep. like a little a, bit in a there. End credit scene has it. Where you find out that wasn't Nick Fury the whole time. Yeah. And then what was the summer tv show oh with, with nick fury uh i think it was just called nick secret fury. invasion yeah 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 yeah. nick fury yeah i think it was just called samuel L. jackson having a fun time <laughs> uh yeah there was a lot of that in there and then i thought it would lead into the marvels and it almost has nothing to do with it yeah i think i think they're hopefully they're just kind of not doing that plot point or at least not doing it yet because everything that has tried to touch on it has not done well. I honestly thought that this was going to be the next phase of Marvel. Especially back when we were going to fight Thanos. Yeah, we're a little phaseless. Because, like, we're... Maybe Kang. Maybe this thing with the Ten Rings. Like, we're hinting at, like, some, like, like ultimate... Po- like, god powers, basically. With yes. Moon Knight and uh, the Ten Rings and Kamala's bangle... There's, like, hints at, like, ultimate magic type deals happening. Yep. But then there's also the scrolls and crimblums. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just too much. You need to condense it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I still like Marvels. I thought it was a good one. It was a much better movie than Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. I really liked their training montage. Yes, that was fun. Because the things they were doing made sense. For like there, it was a lot of hand-eye coordination stuff. Yep, which makes sense. It was it was fun. Which plays a key part in the final fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff. A, it was a classic superhero film built up with nice amounts of comedy. Yeah, and all three girls worked really well together. Yes, great, great chemistry. Uh, then there was that end scene. I don't remember it. What was it? Beast. Oh yeah, <laughs> not great. He looked horrible. <laughs> we're slowly sprinkling those X Men. We're we're almost getting there. <laughs> we're almost there. Now speaking of Kang, I don't know if I said this last week, but uh, the Fantastic Four was announced. I know we talked about that. Mm-hmm. There are rumors that the villain of that film is actually going to be the Pharaoh version of Kang. Okay. So that will be the next time we actually meet Kang. Mm-hmm. So. Which, and it's still called Kang Dynasty. Yeah, the they're still referring to it as Kang Dynasty. Yeah. They just haven't made any announcements of recasting. But I think it's supposed to be kept under wraps because this mummy might be out of the bag. Ah-ha-ha. <laughs> 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 that joke's so funny, it made you Aquin Ra. Uh, <laughs> Help. <laughs> Send help <laughs> to my puns <laughs> and not good ones. <laughs> you didn't like my puns? No. What do you mean? Food for thought? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the question this week, we got a question this week. Do you or anyone else, did you or anyone else see Madam Web? Did you or they think it was good? Or what did you guys actually think about it? And despite it being a flop, do you think that this is the right direction for a Sony Spider-Man universe? It's an interesting... I don't know if you can have a whole universe on just spider people. Like, I know there's a lot of them, but 
the fun of them is that they don't often interact. That's Miles' story. Yes. That, that, that's the whole thing about oh. the multiverse, was Miles was the one doing that. Oh, and rumors report that uh, Nicolas Cage is um, negotiating playing Spider-Man Noir. Some reports are saying it's going to be live action. Hell yeah, yeah. He's great. He's so fun. What uh, a fun actor. <laughs> I mean, He's been voicing Superman for a long while. Does he voice Superman? Mm-hmm. In, um, in uh, Teen Titans Go, he's Superman. Oh, well, that's a joke. But but that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, there's your question. And then let's do the rest of these reviews. Mm-hmm. TOC 5, Tournament of Champions 5. Every year we talk about it. Mm-hmm. It is a food show. It's the best food show. It's a competition, a tournament, a big old bracket system hosted by Guy Fieri, where all these really amazing chefs, lots of chefs you see as like the guest judges on other food shows yep. coming in and just being amazing and competing against each other. Well, you also see Iron Chefs, you'll see uh, Chopped Chefs. Mm-hmm. What's the other big one? Uh, a lot of um, guys' grocery games. Yeah, well, they're Winners. all buddies. They yeah, all show sure. up. Uh, um, so just Michelin star chefs, like random. <laughs> yeah, James Beard awarded chefs. Uh, like Graham Elliott was on last season. Yeah, he got taken out really quick. He underestimated <laughs> them. <laughs> he's like, oh, I could beat these Guy Fieri people. And he waltzes in. He's like, oh, no, <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, they, they cook at a different capacity. In fact, because we enjoy watching cooking shows, we watched the first episode mm-hmm. of this show which was great it's fantastic and you don't need to see the seasons prior you don't you can just jump into a season mm-hmm. um, i would recommend watching the seasons prior because they're fun yeah they'll make references to it mm-hmm. but you also just figure it out really quick uh, going from the capacity that the, the the level the sheer level that these chefs are at mm-hmm. and the brilliance and just they got it on dial. Like, these are the cream of the crop guys. It's also really cool bringing light onto chefs who aren't necessarily, like, TV personalities. Yes. Like like Gordon Ramsay or um, Chef Choi? Is, what was his name? We were watching his show the other Choi day. Choi is one of them. Uh, the one who did Ugly Delicious. What's his name? Roy Choi? No. Yes. It's not no. He's that Roy Choi is in uh, Beef. Oh, there's others, um, but like bring like these other random chefs that you might not know of. Now we do. Like we know the name Chef Jet Tila. Dude, dude, okay, Jet Tila will mess you up in the kitchen. We uh, in the last episode of this latest season of Hell's Kitchen. One of the guest judges comes out, and it's Brian Malarkey. And I'm like, oh, it's shenanigans. Because I know who he is now, because yep. of Tournament of Champions. <laughs> and in the first episode there, those two battled off. Mm-hmm. I thought Malarkey was going to win. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. It was crazy. I don't, like, I'm not surprised, but I, I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's going to go from that to watching Next Level Chef. Yeah. Which is... Another Gordon Ramsay Fox show. It's it, all flash and flare and the same old zippy noises. It was so painful. Especially because they're like home chefs. Like there's some professional chefs, some, some home, home chefs, chefs and, and some then, 
social media chefs. <laughs> what was it? I want you to make us a viral dish. Yeah, that was one of their challenges was make a viral dish. And it's like, do you know, you don't just... Hey. You can't choose to go... If you could choose to go viral, I would be way ahead of the game. I think, <laughs> I think, uh... Laos from Delicious and Dungeon can do that. <laughs> He's eating a parasite. This will help him go viral. <laughs> Delicious in Dungeon is still knocking it out of the park. I thought this was the last episode. I don't think it was. Apparently, the season's broken in two parts. So, I don't know what they usually do in Japan. Because our standards nowadays is like 8 to 10 episodes, maybe. Yep. I, but I was everything I was reading was that... Uh, this was going to have 24 episodes. Damn. So it would make sense it'd be in two parts. It'd be 12 in one part and 12 in the other. Mm. I don't know. I'm glad if we get more. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's cute. so funny. It's so cute. It's gross. <laughs> it can be. I like, it's Studio Trigger, who usually does like, kill a kill, Little Witch Academia, big, crazy, bombastic, flashy, over-the-top animations. And in this one, they did um, Cyberpunk. Yep. And in this one, all that energy is being siphoned down to someone meticulously preparing a meal instead. (laughs) Again, I cannot recommend it more. It is amazing. Mm -hmm. We finished The Cure. That's not what it's called. The curse. the curse sorry i wish there was a cure for it <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot this is a drama more for <sighs> you have to be artsy to be into it yes because there's so many unique camera angles dialogue facial expressions mm-hmm. it's basically begging to be analyzed while you're watching it yeah, but as you're watching it you're analyzing it and it's just so disturbing. It's yeah. It's it's awkward. Crawling. It's it's so awkward. I there was I couldn't get off my phone because I just didn't want to have to be in the conversations that were happening. Some <laughs> of just horrible. You're like, ah. And then the last episode got bananas. <laughs> the last episode. Um. What the fuck? Yeah. What the f- I read about it beforehand, and I knew it was going to happen, and I still was like, but why? But how? Why? <laughs> and then, I, like, the, even now, several days later, I'm still sitting there being like, but why did that happen? Was it a metaphor? I think it was a <laughs> metaphor, but the fact that it happened in their own physical realm, when nothing like that you got to go watch it. You, you sh- really should. Because once you think you have this on dial, and you get to episode 10... Fuck your opinions. Yeah, that's my biggest thing is I don't, it really didn't need to be 10 episodes. We could have halved that runtime, and I think it would have benefited the flow of the story. But dragging it out and just the pain of having it be dragged out, I feel like was part of the experience. What what was once a psychological horror mm-hmm. became almost a real horror. It, Emotional horror? It's so messed up. It was a lot. It was too much. I knew. I knew to be afraid of it. I knew to be afraid of Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> yeah, and to see that he he created the show. Yeah. And he directed that last episode. I was like, dude, you gotta stop. You're freaking me out. I was like, what? What are you doing, man? And the other one, the one who plays Dougie. He's oh, Ben. 
who directed Uncut Gems. What? <laughs> why did it, why did that happen at the end? <laughs> what are we saying? What was the message other than gentrification is bad? <laughs> Which I get it. <laughs> that was the overall theme. <laughs> that one is painfully shoved in your face constantly. Mm-hmm. But that's the point of the show. Yes. I, I still I give it an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. But that eight is solid. One of my favorite shots was uh, Nathan's character, Asher, was really just going through the ringer emotionally. And there's this shot where he's getting his makeup put on for their HGTV show. Yep. And you see, they're sitting in front of their stupid house that's covered in like this warped reflective material <laughs> to, to show the beauty of the surrounding location. And, and he's sitting there and... We're it's... just resuming another reflection, and the guy who's putting on his makeup, his reflection looks fine, like it's totally normal, but Nate's reflection, his face is just warped in this ugly way, yep. and it just reflected the mindset of what was happening perfectly. It, the, the, <laughs> the really cool part is you're seeing that, he tells the makeup artist, give me like a mirror on my phone, mm-hmm. I want to see if I look good. Yeah. And even as he's looking at his phone, we still see that angle, and he's still distorted and... Mm-hmm. Con- it, if, if you're so, an art student, then watch it. Make a paper about it. It's you, also... <laughs> some shots, instead of seeing all of, like, four characters lined up, mm-hmm. some heads are in front of others, and then they'll move back. Yeah, lots of times they'll, like, tip in and out of frame. Yep. One of the ones, I don't get it. Why did they do this? They have an argument in the hallway and we're looking at it like we're looking through the peephole like it's a fisheye lens and then they they finish their argument and then the camera pulls back to show the peephole we were looking through and then that's the end of the shot <laughs> i don't know why we did that why did we do that <laughs> and then we watched all of ghost yeah the u.s version the the uk version came out first yes the uk version's finished they wrapped up. They're done. Is it done done? Yeah. There's okay. only five seasons. Nice. <laughs> it's a comedy. Almost a sitcom, basically. Mm-hmm. What new sitcoms really are. Two people buy a house. The wife is has a problem. A near fatal accident. Yeah, she... Uh, the, she trips on a vase and falls down the stairs. And yep. she was pronounced dead for three minutes. But she was fine. Yeah. Came back to life and she can see ghosts. And she sees that the house that they live in, that they want to convert into a bed and breakfast, Mm -hmm. there are currently ghosts in there. Mm -hmm. All from different decades, different quirky personalities. Not decades. Not not decades, yeah. (laughs) Some of them, like, are decades apart. But, yeah, they span several centuries. (laughs) What did you think of it? The jokes go... Yeah, they just get worse and worse. You really think that? It's that one joke that when you get beamed up into heaven, they call it getting sucked off. That's the joke. Yeah, and then when it... you go to hell, they go down on you. Yeah, they go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you still like it, and I'm just like, oh, God. I don't know why it bothers you so much. That's the, the point of the joke, is that because they're from the older decades, 
that lingo wasn't used, so they don't realize that's what they're saying. Yeah, I know. I understand the joke. As a person who tells horrible jokes, I understand. <laughs> I really liked Ghosts. I'm really excited for the third season, which we got caught up just in time for the first episode of season three to drop. Yep. I'm excited. I really liked it. That was a lot of fun. Fun characters. It's it's a nice way to spend your afternoon if you got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. I, it's a really cool premise. It is. Especially when the ghosts are talking to each other because they have relationships, mm-hmm. which gets way too involved. A so all much, of a sudden they start dating each other. A little much in season two, but it's I'm intrigued. I like they there is one style of joke that got tired really quickly where the girl who can see them, one of them will say something and she's standing in front of like a guest at their bed and breakfast. It constantly happens. It doesn't even and, have to be her ghost. And she'll respond to the, what the ghost has said and the guest looks confused and then she like m- somehow makes it sound like a reasonable response related like, oh, I mean this. And that joke got tired very quickly. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> um... So there is no Pokemon news other than the 27th next week. Mm-hmm. There is a Nintendo Direct, which will be a big part of what we talk about next week. Heck yeah. And Pokemon Concierge, which if you haven't seen, is on Netflix. It's a very cute and adorable stop motion it's Pokemon show. so cute. <laughs> uh, it entered production for its second season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and... first season was only... Five episodes? Yeah, I mean, how long is it taking to make? I know, it is all stop motion. And that takes a notoriously long time. <laughs> yes. So, with that being said, that was Coffee Break. That's Coffee Break. Don't forget to answer the question and place your comments. I'm really curious if any of you guys saw Madam Web, especially that one person. <laughs> I'm curious, what's your predictions or hopes for the next upcoming Pokemon Direct? I'm hoping for a new Pokken Tournament. Pokken tournament? Pokken tournament? You're not going to get it. I want it. I want to be a Machamp again. Hey, <laughs> everybody won Pokemon Snap. They made the new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, maybe we'll get new Pokemon Snap too. No, it's the newer Pokemon Snap. <laughs> the new, new Pokemon the Snap. The newest <laughs> Pokemon Snap. And then the fourth one is the most current Pokemon Snap. <laughs> a real crazy thing is if they did another Mystery Dungeon game. That would oh, be interesting. That'd be great. I'd be all about it. Where's Pokemon Coliseum 3 or Pokemon Stadium 3? Mm-hmm. We got a real problem with trilogies. Thanks, Pokemon. <laughs> My sisters were joking um, that they'll, like, announce the new, like, oh, they'll announce black and white, but it won't be remakes or anything. It'll just be black 3 and white 3. <laughs> <laughs> At least they would have finished the trilogy. Sure. <laughs> okay, I hope you guys have a good week. Bye. Bye.